Welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is, oh, well, you know, Ronnie. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, I have a wedding. Oh. So I don't know if I've told you, but I have a wedding, and we were going to have it, but then we weren't going to have it, and now we're going to have it, but then the venue canceled. So it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot that I'm going through. Um, we are talking Real Housewives of Miami today on Watcher Crappens. Um, but before we dive into that, just a reminder that we have a whole bunch of new live shows coming up um, in the next month. We're going to be going all around the country to St. Paul, to Chicago, to Milwaukee, and Philadelphia, and D.C., and Pittsburgh, and Denver. If you're in one of those cities, if you're near one of those cities, we want to see you there, okay? Because um, we are having so much fun already on the road we've just had amazing audiences and we just want to keep the the, the street going so go to watchercrappens.com to get a ticket don't worry if you're if you're worried about going solo you know what i always say you listen to the show solo probably so just come to the come to the live show it's like listening solo anyway so um watchercrappens.com for that and crappensmerch.com if you want to get some of our merch we got we partnered with pod swag and they are awesome and the the stuff that we are offering now with the in terms of crappens merch is so cool i'm not just saying that uh it's like legitimately cool i've got some tumblers here there's some pins leggings all that great stuff it's so good so go to crappensmerch.com and check that out do it, everybody. Do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do it, everybody. Do it. Uh-huh, Honey's uh-huh. just won a cheerleading competition. So, congrats to you, Cadence, you little winner. Oh, okay, congrats, so, Cadence. Yeah, so when she wins stuff, I try to cheer everything. Like, we're going to eat. Now we're going to. We're going to. We're going to oh. eat. Now we're going to. We're going <laughs> to. I wish I had something to. I wish I had someone to cheer applaud, but I. I don't think I have anything at the moment, which is too bad. Listen, just because I have something to cheer applaud doesn't mean you have to have something to cheer applaud. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna cheer I'm gonna cheer applaud my instant pot, which is currently making some apple butter for me. <laughs> way to go, instant pot. Way to go, instant pot. <laughs> no, it goes way to go, instant pot, way to go. Uh uh. Way to go, instant yeah. pot, way to go. Uh uh. Yeah, I realized my version didn't really sound so much like a cheer as it did Ramona Singer like giving a pep talk to her appliance. Whoa, instant pot. Okay, you're making apple butter? I don't understand it. Not butter. Okay, so here we are with some Real Housewives of Miami. Oh, also, for those of you questioning our schedule, which probably no one has, um, this week we are going to do a Below Deck sailing recap. We're going to do it on the bonus, but we at least wanted to start with a full recap. So we, we're not committing is what I'm saying. We're just dating right now, but yeah. go check that out over on our bonus later in the week. And in the meantime, if you need a little uh, talk about sailing, we did a really inaccurate prejudgment of everybody on the show on our um, uh, Patreon as well. It's a trailer breakdown. So go check out that on Patreon. And thanks to everybody who uh, Patreons us. Yeah. yeah, thanks everyone. 
So uh, this episode of Miami uh, starts off with um, it's Alexia. She's at the doctor with uh, Frankie and Peter, and this uh, you know this the, Alexia's <laughs> Alexia's in the doctor's office. She goes, "Oh well, you know, look at all your accomplishments. I love seeing all your diplomas. I love that. It's like she's never been in a doctor's <laughs> yeah. office before." Oh, I love seeing a diploma. I'm going to buy Peter some for his walls. Where did you get these? <laughs> Where did you get these? The doctor's like, well, I I earned them. Uh, but anyway, that's amazing to see what the how the brain can heal. And then there's like a there's like a physical therapist guy who's kind of like a fake version of Todd. He's like he looks almost like just Todd in scrubs. And he's like, yeah, I've been so happy. I got to see Frankie through rehab. And look at him now playing basketball, even though I'm still better than you. Ha, ha. I'm like, wait to say that to the kid who had the, suffered the brain injury. I'm still better than you at basketball. <laughs> yeah, hopefully by the time we're done with treatment, your kid ain't going to suck so bad. Am I right, Frankie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's amazing to see what, what you've done. And, you know, you've got... You know, you've really suffered that that horrific, you know, horrific accident, and uh, it's just great to see you speak. It's like, why are you talking to Peter? He's not the one. He's not the one. He just Peter is sitting there, staring off in his face, like, oh, like with that kind of like, you know, mad face. <laughs> um, so then we go to Julia, who's FaceTiming with Adriana, and she's like, I, I am sitting with doggy potato, and I'm packing for my baby to leave. I need you here, Adriana. I leave you. I need you here. <laughs> Hold on one second. <clears throat> Just throws up in the corner. So then we go over to Gertie, and she's now calling Alexia, and she's like, all right, hello, this is Gertie. I mean, how was the walkthrough at the venue? Was it a winner? Did you like it a lot? How, how was it? Was it? Were there tables? Were there chairs? Was there a floor? Was there a ceiling? Was there a view? What was the music? The potential for music? Did you see any, see any flies, any mosquitoes? Tell me everything. I like it. It was good. You know, it's not a venue that gay guys get blowjobs in the woods outside of, so that's a plus. <laughs> remember, she took her to that church, and Barry Soul's like, oh, yeah, right behind here, the woods where gay guys get their dick sucked. Oh, hold on, I'm going to deep throat a, a lollipop while I say that line, because I'm an icon. Uh. <laughs> so then Alexia's saying how Todd didn't go to the venue, and Gertie's like, okay, let me see if I got this straight. You signed you signed a contract, but Todd's never seen it, but he's going to go and he's going to approve it. Is that like what I'm hearing right now? Oh my God, you've totally gertified this entire situation. And she's laughing too hard. She's like, ha ha ha, ha ha ha, I like that. I like that. Ha 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 ha, ha ha Tell me the one about Todd again, going to the venue. <laughs> uh, so then we go to Mary Saul's tiny house. Um, <laughs> Ty Pennington is on top of it. Like, welcome. We did this for families in need. <laughs> We're doing a new show called Taking a Monopoly House and Blowing It Up to Real Size. <laughs> Oh, so we hear uh, k- 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 and Mary Soul's like, oh, oh, yeah, that sound. Oh, yeah. And we see that the sound is Steve shaking a martini and not them having sex, which is crazy because I would imagine that Mary Soul probably does sound like a boggle while she's having sex. <laughs> you know, like a, gift wrap, like a gift wrapping table at a Barnes and Noble at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ronnie, the Real Housewives have been um, on the air for about 16 years now. And sooner or later, we're going to hear, we're going to have one of those scenes that opens up at the exterior where you hear someone going, oh, oh, oh. And maybe, just maybe, we'll just be witnessing sex. Maybe. <laughs> if we're lucky. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm always shocked every time it's not sex. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought they were having sex. I mean, they always try to fool the audience every time. Like, you know, you guys have been doing this gag for 16 years. Like, we know. <laughs> we, we understand what, what, the, what the deal is. Nope. Works for me. So, Marisol's like, oh, that sound is my favorite sound. It's my mating call. Do it again, Steve. <laughs> your mating call is like the sound that a tube TV made when everything went off the air for the night. That's your... <laughs> wow what a terrible tv i think it needs <laughs> no i feel like her mating call is like when the door opens for a gate at the airport prematurely it's like <laughs> it's like who went who opened the door to gate a49 Oh, so, so Steve's like, so who's coming over tonight, honey? And she's like, I am. And he's like, who's coming tonight? And she's like, I am. If you keep shaking that martini like that. Oh, yeah, Steve, you make the best cock, Steve. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then did you see that she goes, and you're so fun. <laughs> I'm like, stop <laughs> trying to convince us, Marisol. Stop trying to make Steve happen, Marisol. <laughs> we know Steve is like the pianist at your town's version of uh, Marie's. What's that place from New York? The piano bar. Um, go ahead. D- go ahead. Uh, you don't I have to remember yes, it. I'm, I'm, yes. Everybody's hit, every everybody in that in the West Village is hitting their steering wheel right now. Maurice <laughs> Crisis. Oh, Maurice. Oh, yeah. I actually do know that. So, um, uh, so then Johnny shows up and he's like, "I'm ready for cocktails and cock talk." And look at Steve. He's so fun. Thank you. Thank you for hitting that last beat there. That was important for us. Oh, Johnny, really glad we have a new version of a hanger-on gay. We don't have enough of those on Bravo. He's there in a shirt that says, I'm, uh, it says, I, I see ghosts, exclamation point. I don't know yeah. what the shirt was, but. Well, you know what I don't see? I don't see uh, Hernando's muscle top lover. And Johnny, that was your, it was your job to convince him to come onto camera. Okay, because he yeah. walked up to you. you. You failed. You needed to bring that guy onto camera. And Mary Soul's coasters look like little mirrors with coke lines on them. That's what's printed on them. And they're like, yeah. oh, Mary Soul. Mary Soul, you are something else. <laughs> and she goes, I thought we could go over our lines. As she holds up like the three lines of coke on her coaster. And then Adriana comes in dressed like uh, she's wearing a dress that Martina threw tennis balls at with paint on. I'm like, what is that? What is this dress? <laughs> what did you do to Martina? I know, I know. Oh, poor Martina. So um, they are talking about what their bachelorette party is going to be like for Alexia. And um, there's going to be a dinner, a sleepover, and a breakfast. And just remember, all the fun parts of that were designed by Steve. He's so fun. <laughs> um, guys, hold on. Kiki's going to enter. Kinky, do your entrance, please. She's like, hello. She comes dancing in every single time. I want her to do like different kinds of dance. Like this time she's doing the kind of like, look, I'm doing salsa right now. I want her to come in like with a flat ball change. Like yeah. I need, I need Kiki to expand her dance entrances. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that with Kiki. I feel like most of her entrances, she's doing the little shimmy that people do before they do the limbo. Right, like it's like, oh, I'm approaching the limbo. Better shimmy my shoulders because everyone does that for some reason. <laughs> yes, <So. laughs> kind of leans back, but in a way that they know they're never going to get that low. Uh, so, Marisol, oh, can we also like, talk about that they're like all crammed into Marisol's beach house, which is like this white cinder block room with like some plants in it? 
Yeah. Stuart Little definitely lives here somewhere. <laughs> so Mary Stoll's like, well, this party planning is something I relish, but I'm scared because I haven't worked in six years. But Tito's calms me. It's my mating call. <laughs> <laughs> Deep throating a lollipop. So Adriana's talking about how the Versace mansion, which is where they're going to be. She's like, well, it's a classy place. Like, we are classy girls, and we're also horny girls, so we have to be classy and horny. And so Marisol's like, well, I went to the venue, and they don't even have Versace China. I have to bring my own Versace China, which is just my way of making a Versace China flex for you guys. Because <laughs> I can tell you're thinking to yourself, why are we shooting a scene in a tiny cinder block room? I've got Versace China. Where do you fit Versace China in that house? There's no way. She's full of shit. (laughs) So she's like, all right, girls, I need some ideas for this party. Anybody have ideas? And they play the cricket sound. And she's like, guys, I'm trying to do a scene here. Some ideas. So Kiki's like, how about the penis? The penis? Pina colada. Like, what do you call those? (laughs) And Johnny's like, a pingata. <laughs> yeah, finally they, they realize she's trying to say uh, pin, uh, pinata, not pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the grossest pina colada ever. <laughs> like, wow, a leaking penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's to a long marriage. And Johnny is like, how about we bring someone to teach everyone how to do blowjobs? And they're all so offended. They're like, excuse me. Hello, this is Real Housewives of Miami. We know how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Adriana's like, it's your last night at Single Woman. You might want to know you can still make a man hard. So we get a straight guy and then we make him get hard while looking at her. <laughs> <laughs> Such a, like, a specifically... Like a very, it's a very, that's like the exact situation where someone would not get hard. Okay, you stand there and then you look at Alexia who's going to get married to another man and we're going to watch you and see if you get hard. I mean, that sounds like the worst date ever. Get hard. Get hard. Get hard. Get hard. Get hard. Yeah, I don't think it really works that way. So um, they're all going to be staying over at the mansion except for Gertie and Nicole. And Adriana is like, oh, talking to Nicole, I saw her yesterday and she thought the whole thing at the Hamptons was premeditated and malicious. And that's like Nicole's new buzzword, malicious. Because then we get a flashback of Nicole being like, you know, I wish I could have had a successful conversation with Marisol. But like in my mind, what she did was very malicious and nasty. Let me emphasize that again. Malicious. If you take nothing from this, just remember malicious and i'm gonna keep her at arm's length so mary soul's like well listen we're sharing a house together we're sharing meals together and what set me off is that all of the sudden i see lisa and nicole attacking alexia and i said no 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 i know everyone in this town and you said things <laughs> yeah and Adriana's basically like, no, no, they, sh- you know, you guys just need to sit down and clear things up. And Marisol goes, Nicole needs to apologize to the girls. I'm not going to apologize to her for the things she said behind everyone's back. Why is that my problem? As a gay icon, I have straws to move up and down in my drink. Listen, <laughs> icon. And Johnny's like just bouncing up and down in his chair. It's like, oh my god, this is so good. Marisol is so mad right now. Oh my god. And what about Steve? So fun. So fun. Look at Steve. (laughs) Steve's still over there like... (laughs) 
Steve, stop it. I'm about to vibrate the cushion right off of this chair. <laughs> so then we go to a Greek restaurant, and um, Nicole is there, and Lisa Hochstein shows up. And uh, Lisa's, they're like, oh, she's like, oh, my God, how was your trip? Because they were just in Europe. She's like, how's your trip? And Lisa goes, my trip was really fun. Did you see my Instagram? It was popping. <laughs> it's just like a shot of, like, Lenny just sitting in a chair, like... <laughs> <laughs> but that's also such like a shallow ass person's answer, you know. <laughs> How was your weekend? Didn't you see my Instagram? <laughs> like, no, I I didn't. So Lisa's like, my we content slept too got long. like six hundred likes, so therefore it was fun. Yeah, we voted. slept so long, like we slept till noon. And Nicole's like, yeah, and you can't do that in Miami because you have kids. And Lisa just looks at her like, uh, what? <laughs> 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 who made that rule when did that rule come into play um and nicole's like well you know we've talked a lot about our family situation with our dads and so i called my dad and was like hey do you want to get together for lunch and my goal was that this would be like a starting point of a better relationship and so he showed up lisa lisa he was wasted lisa and then we got a flashback to her james garner dad being like Lisa's just like, yeah, I didn't see that on Instagram, so I don't know what this bitch is talking about. Um, yeah, it didn't look like it was no that idea. fun. It didn't even make the gram. <laughs> yeah, Nicole, uh, I don't care about your dad, okay? You have a <laughs> shitty dad, okay? You know you have a shitty dad, and you do not want to make up with your dad, so stop pretending you do and taking up time on my TV. Get rid of the loser. You're right in the first place. Cut the cold. Ronnie, I love the stuff with the dad. Her dad is, <laughs> her dad was hilarious. Like that is such a dysfunctional relationship. I just want to see more and more of him being like, "Honey, I got you a little elephant. Congrats on first grade, Dad." I am like literally twenty eight, and I'm a doctor now. Don't blame me. <laughs> well, I do, Dad. Being a father is more than just money. He's like, <laughs> really. <laughs> also. Did you notice Lisa's response? Because Nicole said, you know, it was really disappointing because he showed up and he was drunk. And Lisa goes, is he an alcoholic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, she didn't even get a spot time to say if he's an alcoholic. You just basically said like, oh, your dad's an alcoholic. Yeah, I saw that yeah. on Instagram. And Nicole's not like, no, actually, he's not an alcoholic. He just likes to party. And Lisa's like, oh, yeah, like an alcoholic. I get it. Does he, does he I get it. alcoholic parties? Does he go to alcoholic parties? <laughs> Oh, so then they move on to Mary Saul. And Lisa's like, well, you know that Mary Saul's going to be at that bachelorette party. And Nicole's like, I don't need to speak to her ever again. Because someone that malicious and nasty is dead to me arm's length. I saw her at Gertie's event and I said hi. And then in my mind, I pulled down a black veil and I said, dead. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Bye. (laughs) I never knew someone who was dead could be so malicious. I don't know. She is like so malicious. Okay. I can't look past what she did because it was malicious. And Lisa's like, but I adore Mary Saul for a lot of reasons. And also I adore you. I forgot why, but you know, your dad is an alcoholic. So I thought maybe if you, you and her could just have a conversation or something. You know what? I took a photo with Marisol and it got about 1,400 likes. So therefore, I adore her. And it just it hurts me so much that they can't like each other. And Marisol has a lot of ghost accounts to call me a bitch if I go against her. So just make up, please. So then, so we go, then, then we Alexia like, and Todd. Yes, Alexia and Todd. At, uh, they're at a boat called like the Seafair or something like that, which is the venue. And Alexia's like, 
oh, well, you know, he's never seen the boat before. And if you, like, don't mind, I'm going to take him right up to the fourth floor, you know? Because, like, you know, after all these issues and challenges that I've had, Gertie and I have, like, finally found a wedding venue. And it's actually a boat. And it's actually going to sink. Like, like literally, like, I'm so worried about, like, my biggest nightmare is, like, my wedding sinking. And, like, so, therefore, I'm going to have my wedding literally on something that can sink. Hopefully, <laughs> Celine Dion can sing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know why I went on that like, path. Completely like, completely setting it up for disaster. Commercials. Here comes one right now. Oh, Alexia. So she's like, babe, look, we'll be at sea. And he's like, oh, so it still counts if we're at sea, right? What if we get back here and uh, it don't count because you was on the water? <laughs> <laughs> so then they. <laughs> and she goes, oh, my God, you sound like the girl. so then they go and they like sit down with gertie and the or like the the venue person who like you know the representative robin robin i'm sorry but don't you mean robert gilbert head of hospitality for the sea fair (laughs) hi welcome to the sea fair with robin gilbert i'm i'm your host robin gilbert we'll just go to the fourth floor please she's like excuse me i don't think you heard me Welcome to the Sea Fair. I'm your host, Robin Gilbert. What the hell, lady? Robin Gilbert has important things for you to see before you get to the fourth floor, okay? It's just Todd. Todd so, anyway, he's just playing all the secondary characters this episode. Yeah, so, so they sit down to ta- to do a tasting, right? So the chef starts bringing out all these food. And um, Gertie's like, this is for you guys. You guys sit there because there's chairs there. I love chairs. Look at all the chairs here. I love these chairs. We're going to have these chairs. Yeah. And Robin is like, okay, so we got a dim sum station, a pasta station, a seafood station, a cracker station, uh, a Build-A-Bear station. You don't really eat that. Pho, sushi. Russian. Uh, Everything remembered. Madagascan. (laughs) Sri Lankan. You like Sri Lankan food? We got that. We've got a plate of just fingernails for your friends who really don't like to take in actual calories. All right. Danish food, you like apple skeevers? We got that over there. And I like that they asked for international, so Robin literally got every um, nation. <laughs> it's, it's like literally every single type. And so then they start uh, they start this uh, this tasting, and they serve a ceviche, and Alexa's like, mm, no, I just think this is too difficult to eat. <laughs> like It's on a... It's on a, like a little chip. <laughs> it's like the easiest thing to eat. I know, but she's like that with everything they bring out. She's like, mm, no. They're like, uh, cracker on a cheese. She's like, mm, that's not nice to the cracker. I don't like that. You know, crackers need to live. Like, I don't like the cheese attacking the cracker like that. They're like, okay. Uh, how about a uh, shrimp cocktail? You know what? Mm, that's a lot of shrimp having cocktail with one sauce. You know, I feel like the shrimp should have its own moment. <laughs> what about uh, beef wellington? No, well... I like medium rare. Could we get a beef medium rarington? <laughs> well, you know, Peter's not doing so Wellington, so I don't know about that one. <laughs> you know what? We are doing this 100%. Okay, everything is over the top. Well, you know, like, I've done this, like, three times, and Tyro, this will be a second, so I want everything to be perfect. So, you know, Alexia's the one where you're like, I've got to get another wedding gift for this lady, because it's always going to be a fancy wedding. Yep, but at least she's going to feed you, right? And, of course, the only thing she likes is the Cuban sandwich, yeah. which was so her. You know, she's like, well, the Cuban sandwich is good. It's like, okay, so you're talking about spending $9 million, and the only thing you're going to serve is Cuban sandwiches. Little, little sandwich bites. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, uh, Gertie is, yeah. So <laughs> Gertie is basically like, so what do you want to tell me? What do you want to do? So we should do, uh, let's, let's pass the late night bites. Let's pass it. Okay. By the way, we also have a, a candy station, a coffee station, uh, candy that's in coffee station, tea station, candy that's in coffee and tea. Okay. What else do we have here? Um, so she's happy. So then we go to Julia's house. Or no, Juliana's com- Julia Julia's is coming. Julia is coming to over. Adriana's house. And Adriana's dressed like Axel Rose for some reason. She's got like the, the, the headscarf <laughs> on her head, you know. And she set up a little table in the backyard. And she's like, oh, well, we're both wearing white. And uh, Julia is in emotional distress because her daughter is going to Germany. Yeah. And... Um, She's like, I'm going to be crying. I'm going to be crying. And then um, she's like, I just hope they come back because they have a home. And Alex, you know what it's like because Alex left you empty nester. But you knew when he was certain age he would go. But I've been ripped off for two years with her dad. It's it's good for her. I know. I know, but I can. Yeah. And uh, she's... Like she's she's just talking about the, her kids and their dads and everything, and um, we see a flashback of her talking to her daughter Victoria. She's like, "I have seen you for every single day for fifteen years, fifteen years, and now you leave." She's like, "Yes, I know, mom. I know. <laughs> yeah, mom. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Bye, thank." Yeah. Um, so then uh, Adriana's saying, "Men come and go. They dump us for a newer, younger model, but what you rely on is friends." Oh, you're always putting a smile on. I know you feel lonely sometimes, Adriana. And Adriana's like, oh, I get to be victim now? Oh, okay. So that was not her voice at all, by the way. It was a terrible impersonation. So Adriana's like, she's talking about how, you know, she is alone. And, you know, she walks through the house at night and it feels so empty. And thank God she has Julia as a friend. And then it starts to rain. And Julia's like, Oh, it's so romantic. I don't want to go inside. Am I crazy that we stay outside here? And you just know the cameramen are like, fuck this woman. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like we're in the notebook. It's like, ah, we will not go inside. It's crazy. They say love has no gender. Just like potato. (laughs) I love you. Because you, you know what? Love has no... Adriana, Adriana's like, even though we do love each other as friends, like, you've taught me just by watching, like, what you just, like, what love is. And, like, you taught me that love has no gender, has no face, has no color. You taught me pure love, baby. You taught me pure love. <laughs> love has no gender. Love has no face. Love has no money. Okay, that is going a bit far. You're right. Poor love is stupid. <laughs> but I'm so grateful. You made me such a better person. I was like, uh, we have not seen proof of that. Yeah. By the way, but you know, you two kids have fun with whatever this is. <laughs> Getting an pneumonia outside. <laughs> so uh, then we have we go to Larsa, who is uh, with Sean, the realtor who talks like Seth from Salt Lake City, uh, ma- mixed a little bit with some Alan Alda too, and um, Sean is showing Larsa another house. Yes, and it's huge. It's this big $8 million home right on the water. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. So, of course, it's basically for <laughs> it's a scene for Larsa to be like, this isn't good enough for me. Yeah. So one of, her kids is, one of her kids goes out and he's like, um, I'm used to a bigger backyard. You're on the ocean, sir. Okay? <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't complain about the backyard when it's the ocean. And then this woman, Melissa, who's also a real estate, goes, 
by the way, you can drive your Ferrari into the house, like right into the living room if you want a house tour. <laughs> who who wants to drive the Ferrari into their house aside from David from <laughs> Real Housewives of New Jersey? <laughs> so they're talking about all the jet skis that they could have. And she's like, yeah, well, I need a, a something big enough for like a 9,000 foot boat. And, you know, guys... It's just me, Larza, here. I'm just a girl. A girl who's trying to be strong for my kids. Lady, you admitted last week to cheating on your husband. And now you're walking <laughs> through an $8 million home on the water. Fuck off. <laughs> I know. And so they're just like walking around. There's more of this like, it's very selling sunset here. Lots of just like real estate porn, you know. And um, Larza's saying like, this is my time to turn up to enjoy my life. I want to be in it. I want to enjoy the action. I don't want to be further out from the action. Larsa, you were not in any action. I'm sorry. Stop, stop trying to convince us that you were otherwise in it. I think she is. I think she's still out every night and like at all the popular clubs and stuff waiting for somebody to be like, oh my God, are you Larsa? <laughs> oh my God, that's so kind of you. No autographs, please. Yeah, I think she's like that. So um, Sean's like, you can be in the action. You can bring the action here. What's going on with our house? Come on. Oh, no, she asked that. And he's like, well, the good news is you're under contract. But um, the bad news is you have to be out in 40 days. And she's like, oh, my God. I've been in a state of limbo for three years. And now we have to, like, leave? That's, like, fucked up. Like... You sold your house. You sold your house. It's called storage. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? It's called get a room at Embassy Suites, okay? And move on. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> so, of course, yeah, they look at this house, and she, of course, is like, well, when she says she wants something close to the action, it means that this is too expensive. Get me something that's like a million dollars. But I like to, I like to look at these houses on TV to make it look like I'm way wealthier than I am. She's just so fucking thirsty. She was on Million Dollar Listing LA, too. Like, I need to look at houses. Like, she just wants to be on any show that she can go look at a house on TV. She's going to she's gonna wind up on that stupid show on HGTV with, what's his name? Where it's like, like Lottery Dream Home or something. Where that, what's, what's that guy's name? Where, oh my god, you won the lottery. I am like so psyched for you <laughs> i your life is changing how does it feel that guy is so craven because all these people who just won like a million dollars and he's like are you ready to spend some money like when you hear stories of like i won a million dollars and i lost it all you just look at this guy's face because he's like wow well here's a perfectly lovely home but we could put an elevator in it and you can afford it spend that money uh, yeah he really is because the homes uh, like the lottery winners it's not they're not 500 million dollar winners you know they're like we won 30 dollars from from the california lottery and he's like girl this has changed your life i'm getting you a nine million dollar home and that's it we're gonna <laughs> figure this out his name is david bromstad he's like girl you just won $45, but guess what? Spend $10 million of it, and we'll have a home you'll always be able to live in. And his thing was winning Design Star. Like, that's yes. how we would know who he is. And his whole thing on that was, I paint things. Yeah. Like, he puts colors color. He puts colors in room. His show was Color Splash. Yes. And I just saw him do that um, on the block, the thing where the designers go head-to-head head 
in like a suburb or like a cul-de-sac and they all have they all get judged on the rooms every week and every room he's like you know what this needs pink wallpaper that has color in it that's my thing it's gonna change lives are you ready to spend that money it's like no i'm i'm just the editor of this show. Yeah, spend that money. It's like, okay. <laughs> I'm in debt. So next up is an Alexia and her kids scene. They're playing basketball. And then she talks about, you know, oh, my family. Oh, you know my family. And then she sits down with Peter. And she's like, you need therapy. <laughs> Todd told me. Todd, basically, Todd told me, if your ass doesn't go to therapy, we're not going to get married. Please go see a therapist. And she, you know, there's something about talking with Peter where she really does, like, up her, you know, because she goes, well, I'm so happy that we had, you know, that conversation, you know, the family with, you know, with Todd. And, like, you know, you and me, you just, like, we put that behind us. You know? You know? Yeah, she does. And she's like, that conversation was literally like the worst five years of my life. Literally. Um, and well, I thought she said the worst five minutes of my life. <laughs> like, oh, oh, the first five minutes. She probably did. Like literally um, the so- worst five minutes. Like, like, thank God it was only five minutes long because then it was actually a great time. You know? It was five years. <laughs> this show, this season's just been really dragging. So Peter's like, yeah, it was like a therapy session. She's like, yes, what do you know? Therapy's fun. I'm going to therapy myself, you know, because we have to forget about the past, you know, and you and I bring up the past a lot. So maybe you could go to therapy. Like what I'm saying is let's repress the past and then just be happy. That works, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, thanks. I already spoke to Nancy, to Grandma Avoila Nancy. And um, we see like years ago when the show was on that he sat down with her and she's like, but you're such a good boy. It's like, okay, th- great. I'm glad your abuela is a therapist and a good one. You need you need to go to somebody who's not going to tell you. <laughs> wow, but you're such a good boy. That's all that really matters. Yeah, you need someone who's impartial. Because he's like, I don't want to speak to a random person. Like, Nancy gave me all the advice I need to hear. Like, I'm basically curious. It's like, you need a random person, sir. <laughs> okay, you don't need grandma as your therapist. Okay, even though she may be very accomplished and very educated and uh, very good at her job she's your grandma you need like go to joanne (laughs) go anywhere go to to the hurt store i don't care do anything not your grandma joanne from joanne fabrics would be a better therapist than your own grandmother okay i can guarantee you so then um we go to versace's house and i know that versace is like rolling in his grave knowing that they have put an exit sign in his home yeah and an otherwise understated and um, very, you know, <laughs> tactful space. Um, so basically everybody is party time. So everybody is arriving and there's waiters for drinks with them. And Mary Saul, of course, is like, mmm, vodka, yummy. Mmm, it's my mating call. <laughs> I went to many parties at the Versace mansion that were like over the top in the 90s. Like Madonna was there, my mom, my dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting like uh, name dropping cliff that you go from Madonna to your mom. Like, yeah, it was like a who's who. Madonna, mom. (laughs) I've been to Disneyland. You know, Madonna's been there. My mom, <laughs> my dad, 
I mean, nobody can throw a party like Donatella. I learned how to throw parties by observing Donatella. That sent me on my career. Don't make it sound like you were best friends with Donatella Versace, ma'am. Okay? <laughs> and don't make it sound like you are some sort of, like, <laughs> you know, like, next-level party planner, thrower, <laughs> or whatever. Like, we haven't seen her, like, throw any good events ever, right? Yeah, you know Grubman. All right, man. Yeah, All right, lady who stops at crosswalks for yeah. pedestrians. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so Lisa comes and she's like, "This is so amazing!" And then she jumps. Well, because Johnny comes first, he's like, "Who ordered cock?" <laughs> and he's got the big penis pinata, which, by the way, is already broken. Johnny's not a very reliable guy. There, I he's, said it. I think that's I think that's fair. And then Lisa sees it and like just jumps on it. And then they're like, oh, my God, you broke the pinata. I call Lisa my little monkey. You can't get her to focus. She shouldn't be in charge of anything. Nothing. Thank God she has a big staff at her house. Oh, my God, staff. That's almost a pun. Gay icon. I love a stiff staff. Icon. So the girls arrive. Uh, other girls. Kiki, Gertie, Adriana, and... Uh, Gertie arrives just like you'd think. Oh my god, look at this. Amazing, beautiful. What are those drinks? Come to mama, baby. Come to mama, baby. What is this? A gift? Is this a gift on the bed? It's a gift on the bed. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I'm not going to open it. Are you going to open it? Do you have a phone? Do you have a phone? Where's the phone? I need somebody to have a phone because there's a gift on my bed. I'm going to open it, but only if somebody has a phone. Yeah, and she's going to film Kiki opening up this gift on the bed. And so she's like, okay, ready? Go, 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 go. And Kiki <laughs> opens up this. It was like a speed trial. I've never seen someone tear into a gift so quickly. She was like, Pfft. I was like, I, I, my only thing I can imagine is that they were trying to do a, like a very intense boomerang. Because Kiki's hands were went so quickly. I went back to see if they sped up the footage. <laughs> maybe they, they were, maybe Gertie was like, I'm going to do it in slow-mo, so go fast. <laughs> Gertie is Gertie is so that person on the phone, just bossing you around. Yeah. So um, then Nicole arrives and she's like, you know, the Versace mansion is a really interesting place. Like the architecture, the paintings on the wall, like it's so lavish and not malicious and extravagant in a Versace sort of way. Like, yeah, I'm a foodie, but I'm also an architecture e too. So. <laughs> uh, so Julia and Adriana go to their room because they're, of course, sharing a room. And um, they're like, but where are you sleeping, Nicole? And she's like, um, I'm not sleeping over. I have to work, okay? And Adriana's like, oh, my God, did we break the champagne yet? And so they drink it. And I don't know. It's just like fun girl times, guys. And if I could say one thing about the next 10 minutes of this show, it's just girls having fun. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it was like a lot of um, it was a lot of just footage of like fabrics and um, whatever you call those things that you like you paint on like plaster <laughs> freezes. So then uh, Alexia Alexia shows up and she's like, "Oh well, you know, I'm obsessed with Versace. Like I remember attending. Oh well, you know, a fundraiser for like. Oh well, you know, Obama. And I was like in a red Versace dress. And of course, like I caught his attention. And he said, like, you know, just because you like you look so good, like you should go in the middle. And like usually, a president goes in the middle, but like that's protocol, Peter. You know. And so like I'm like, well, I'm in the middle between Obama and Herman. Herman and also Peter. Peter was there too. You know, like oh, well, you know, Obama. 
Obama just didn't want Herman hugging on him. He's like, oh, God, here comes Herman again. All right, but, but please, please let the lady be in the middle this time. Do you know she goes into that story every time someone says, thanks, Obama? When people are like, thanks, Obama. I know, like, really? Because he let me go in the middle. So, like, thank you, Obama. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So then Alexia jumps on the penis, too. But it's her big penis, so she's, she's allowed, allowed. to. Yeah. Now Larsa comes in wearing something. I mean, it doesn't. If you're going to get butt implants, you need to make sure that you have clothes that can get around your butt. Mm Because this thing looks like me trying to wear like a regular large shirt. Mm. It's like all the way riding up on the middle of her back. (laughs) I was like, girl, girl. So Mm. yeah. So she's they're they're like all um, four of them are sort of in in like one suite. And Larsa is predicting that Adriana is going to get mad that because Larsa and Alexia and Lisa and, and Marisol are all in one big suite. And Larsa is like, I have to be on guard with Adriana. She's unpredictable and moody. She's the type of person that's not stable who might say something very rude about Kanye West penis. It's just not, not <laughs> something you got to be careful. She's like, guys, what are we going to do? And so back to Adriana. She's like, where's Alexia? Is she going to be in this apartment? And they're like, "Uh, no, uh, proving basically that, of course, Adriana will have a problem with this later, right? Yeah. And so Kiki, they're like, there must be somewhere else with Johnny and Marisol and somewhere. And they're like, Nicole, what about you and Marisol? And she goes, um, I haven't seen Marisol, nor do I want to. I mean, cattiness, revenge. Pettiness, those are not the qualities I want in a friend. Dead to me, malicious. (laughs) She's malicious, okay? I'm not going to extend an an olive branch to someone who did that to me. Hashtag malicious, okay? I already tried once. Hashtag, hashtag malicious. Yeah, so let's see. Dinner time. I'm sorry, Ronnie, we forgot. Then she says this. What she did was malicious, and I'm not moving (laughs) past that. So then we go to dinner. Now they're having dinner in this be- this big, like, tiled room. It reminded me kind of Martin's house where they went years yes, ago. Yes, I was seeing the same thing, actually. Um, I was like, I wonder if they will have a Thomas Kramer cameo. Sit down, shut up, and eat your food. Whatever he said. He said, sit down, shut up, or get out. Yes. So, um, but I like that it's pool. It's tiled like a pool room. It's like the perfect place to have all housewives fights. Like they need this on Jersey, just with shit flying against the wall. You can just come in here and hose this shit down later. And I like Alexia's response. She goes, "I have goosebumps." Honestly, that's just where it ends. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a silent question. Like, honestly, do you have goosebumps also? But she just goes, "Honestly." <laughs> so let's see Loretta, um, Loretta enters We Loretta, we, Alexia's <laughs> friend of Loretta Yes Yeah, Loretta enters and we just see her entering through these doors And the thing on the bottom says like, Loretta And that's it, I don't know And they're like, Alexia's friend I don't know why they highlighted Loretta Maybe Loretta's famous in certain communities But because there were other people there actually at that dinner We had never met before But Loretta's the one, they're like, okay You won the Chiron lottery, you get the highlight Loretta's the big winner of this episode. So uh, Lisa's like, I know what I want to talk about, everybody. Alexia, how many times a week do you guys have sex? And she's like, uh, minimum three to four. Oh, my God. I'm so horny. Did I tell you the Obama story? <laughs> my sex life is not that good. As you can tell, I only post one photo on Instagram of us having sex per week. 
Yeah. She's like, I mean, look, past a certain age, some men, I mean, and it's totally normal, okay? Their testosterone goes down. So that's basically, Lenny can't get it up, everybody. There you go. <laughs> that's why she I'm sure I'm not starting out. another fight right now. Sure every man loves that. Loves that being announced on television. So see how that works out on my Instagram. So then uh, we find out that Alexia's mom has been hospitalized with COVID, which has me um, a bit. I'm I'm not feeling great about this for her. And the wedding is a week away. And Alexia is stressed because on top of everything else, you know, she's trying to put this wedding together and she's trying to be positive. But her mom, who's already in kind of bad condition, now has COVID. So I uh, I was like, it's uh, scary. No. It's scary. Like I've seen the, I've seen the, I remember the trailer for this season and I, know, I remember there was a funeral. And so I'm like, oh God, no, no, not Nancy. Yeah. So Lisa gives a big speech about how inspiring Alexia is and they just wish they could all be like her. And so Alexia's like, cheers to all of you for being here in my life. And Gordy's like, well, I'm not single, but I'm here. Look at me. I'm here right now in this chair, which I love, but we're not getting this chair for another <laughs> wedding because we have other chairs for that wedding, which is going to be amazing. Ride or die. Ride or die. <laughs> Gertified. I just gratified your speech. There you go. And so Lisa goes... I'm really happy that all of us are here, and I really hope that this is a new beginning for everyone. That's like what I say to my face every day I wake up and decide to get more plastic surgery. Let's have a new beginning for this face. And I don't want there to be issues with anyone. I want us to love each other and forgive each other for what's happened in the past. And if there are any issues on the table, I want to put it to bed and move on because we are better than that. Did everyone get that on my gram? That was for the gram. It was 60 seconds or less. All right, enough. All right. I'm not fine. I'd like to fix some issues. Nicole, you've been doing this, and I'm making chat hands right now. Blah, blah, blah hands for anybody who can't <laughs> see me. All right, blah, blah, blah hands. So a lot of the girls' blah, blah, blah hands have come to me and said that you're blah, 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 complaining and that you're upset. <laughs> blah 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 hands and i just thought like we spoke about this in the hamptons yeah and you walked away she goes well <laughs> you know it was a hamster wheel all the same things over and over yeah well you know what i was attempting that was my offer of an olive branch you know olive branch number two favorite saying next to malicious okay and i offered you a non-malicious olive branch yeah, but you told everybody that we never spoke. Just, no, I told them that we didn't speak after you walked away. <laughs> I remember so I was like, well, I don't care. I'm indifferent like any gay icon would be. And you're the one who wants to make it right and fix it. She goes, no, I don't care either. I don't care. <laughs> like, I feel nothing. Like, she annoys me, so, like, I don't want to deal with her. Like, that's it. Yeah, but you do want to fix it because everyone keeps coming to me and telling me you're talking about it. And she goes, no, because they asked me about it and she asked me about it and she asked me about it. She's like, well, look, I just, I feel like I want to buy you a fucking megaphone because you're talking to so many people about it. You can scream it out to the universe and then you can tell more people about it. <laughs> Lisa's like, should I get a megaphone? Is that a wider reach than Instagram? So then Nicole's like, Marisol, you're delusional if you think I care, darling. You're delusional. I'm not putting in any more effort. I have better things to do with my time than discuss this nonsense, malicious. Yeah, but I don't care. No, I don't care. No, but I, I just don't care. don't care. No, I don't care. But I don't care. I don't care either. 
I'm like, wow, this is the biggest I don't care fight I think we've seen in a long time. I was like the same thing. I was like, it's an I don't care off. And so Nicole's like, <laughs> you know what, Marisol, if people ask me how things are doing with Marisol, I'd say I tried to speak with her and she walked away. I'm not going to be friends with you. And Marisol goes, well, every time you talk about me, I'm not there. It's And I'm not there. It's because someone else asked you a question. Is that what you want me to believe? You want me to believe that all these women talk about each other? You want me to believe that? That's crazy. She's like, 1,000%, because Marisol, I don't care. Oh, great, good, because guess who else doesn't care? Blah, 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 hands. Me, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> so she's like, if I wanted to reach out to you, I would have reached out to you. She goes, well, you should have. She goes, but I did try to reach out in the Hamptons. And if you want to reach out, then I'll talk to you. But I don't care. <laughs> Malicious. <laughs> I don't care. Malicious. I mean. The worst fight. It was so funny to watch. So then Marisol's like, well, this is just a mess. We both don't care. So this is just mass confusion here. Yeah. I would like to say something now. Since we are getting things off of our chests, including paint from tennis ball. Uh, Coming from a good heart. Lisa said, let's tonight clear whatever we have in our stomach. Which I actually did quite a bit of in the Hamptons. But there is... One person who I feel, no matter what, I do not kind of connect with her. And Kiki goes, who is this person? (laughs) Because she just stands there, like, smiling with her crazy smile, looking at everyone, waiting for someone to guess. And they're like, who? Just spit it out already. And then she bangs the table and she goes, Larsa! It is Larsa! (laughs) (laughs) It rubbed me the wrong way. What you said, Nicole. Malicious. About wedlock. And then we see the clip of Larsa being like, well, sorry, but I would not feel good about myself if I had a kid and I wasn't married. Just me, not judging. And so it cuts back to Julia and she's like, I feel like maybe because I'm farmer and you're a beautiful girl. That's my feeling. Prove me wrong. Go. Game started. <laughs> I love Julia, like, pushing the farmer narrative. You're a beauty queen. You're like, you're, like a, you're beauty pageants. and You're like Met Martina and Paris. And uh, you're so jet setters. I just have a farmer. So, oh, no. You're a farmer because your wife is rich enough to actually exactly. buy wine. You're not like a, you're not like. You're not like harvesting beets in Siberia. You are rich lady farming, which means that you've got a little chicken coop in the backyard of your estate. Yeah. So Lars says like, so now she's coming for me. I feel like Julia's a follower and saying whatever Adriana's put her up to. I couldn't have been nicer to her, especially when I shamed her for having kids out of wedlock. I did that in such a nice way. Yeah. Um, so Lars is like, I mean, you were sick last time we really hung out. And like, other than that, like, when have we not had vibes? <laughs> and she's like, maybe we haven't had enough time. I feel like you are pulling back with me. I thought I was trying and felt maybe a little bit sometimes like a little bit you were condescending. No. She said some bullshit about wedlock. Keep it there. Like, yeah. what do you now? It's maybe half your Don't fault. Back. Yeah, yeah. And then Gertie starts saying, "Take it, take 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 it." <laughs> Goodify, goodify your response. 
So then, and she tells us, but not them. You know, she tells us that she had, she was bothered because she has three kids born out of wedlock. Plus, she didn't get no effort to know me, and I didn't know if she was like condescending attitude because she has judgmental issues towards me. And Larza defends herself the way that she does. She starts like pulling at her own hair. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm pulling my my left side. Now I'm gonna pull the right side of my hair." Yeah, and Larza, I have hair. And <laughs> And Larsa goes, you were sick dying when you were in the Hamptons, right? And I was there crying for you. I was the one there rubbing your back. And she's like, I was the one. She goes, no, you were trying to give her Xanax. Then Gertie goes from like, take it, take it, take it to stop, 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 stop. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. And she's like, that's the problem. By the way, Larsa saying she was the one crying for Julia. No, Larsa was going around being like, Aunt, today of all the days when I have influencers coming to the rooftop, really, at my party. (laughs) That was not you crying for Julia. So funny. So Larsa's like, um, oh no, sorry. Adriana's like, that's the problem with Larsa. Every time she hears something she doesn't want to hear, she hits below the belt. (laughs) Um, she didn't say anything below the belts right now. And you totally put Julia up to this, by the way. <laughs> you know what else is below the belt? Kanye's penis. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so Adriana's like, that is evil. That is evil. That is no, evil. No, because she says, this is not about you, Adriana. And she goes, the first words out of your mouth are you try to give her Xanax? That's evil. Yeah. That is evil right there. <laughs> and then Alexia, of course, has the most bravo response uh, oh, well, you know, this is supposed to be my bachelorette dinner, and these girls <laughs> are going at it again. Like, I was ready for the conversation to be about me, because, like, all season long, <laughs> we have not talked about me at all. Not once. Not one single time. So, Adriana, is, uh, Adriana says, we've known each other for 10 years, okay? And even back then, you had this attitude, like you were better than everybody. Remember when you said your husband was famous? Oh, what, what, are, you, what are you trying to make me look stupid? <laughs> You know, you were here for a minute, and then you went to L.A., became Kim Kardashian's minion, and now all that rubbed on you, and you came back on your high horse. And she's like, um, that's in your mind. That's, but all that, like, that's in your mind. To be continued. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of an odd to be continued. I think they're just like, eh, this'll work. <sighs> oh, the silly show. <laughs> it is a real, real silly show. And uh, so I, I love it. It just like it's so fun for me, just because it's so silly. It's so silly. It's so brightly colored. So many large breasts. So much silliness. It's really in my sweet spot. And that's the end of Miami for today. Yeah, be sure to get tickets to our shows, watchercrappens.com and our merch at crappensmerch.com. And by the way, if you did get some of that merch, why don't you be like Lisa Hoxine and uh, tag us on instagram and we'll regram it because we want everyone to see how cool that merch looks so go do that love you guys Bye. watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors ain't no thing like allison king ashley savoni she don't take no baloney she's not just a sheila she's a daniela itchels dana c Dana Do, Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. 
Just saying, okay? Kristen the Piston Anderson. We McLovin. Karen McClellan. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 Days of Summers. The Incredible Edible Matthew Sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love.